Hello, everybody. Another episode. Thank you for tuning in. Um, before I start, I just want to say if you're watching this on YouTube and you just don't feel like you have the time to watch the whole video, you can listen to it on Spotify uh, and pretty much anywhere that videos, sorry, uh, podcasts are. So check it out there. Um, today's episode uh, is with my friend, uh, fellow comedian, Lucy Roche. Uh, Lucy is also a sex worker. And I was really interested and am really interested in just learning more about that. So we talked about a whole load of stuff. We kind of talked about what it, what is involved, what, what her perspective uh, towards men are in terms of how being a sex worker has shaped that. Um, and just kind of all the nitty gritty. Uh, it was fun. It was really interesting. Um, once again, if you're watching on YouTube, Please subscribe. It helps the channel a lot. Um, and enjoy. Now, you can find Lucy on Instagram uh, at Lucy Fruits. And she has shows coming up wherever comedy shows are. Lucy's Instagram is spelt L-U-C-Y-F-R-U-I-T-Z. Enjoy the episode, guys. Thank you. Lucy Roach. <laughs> Yo, you killed it last night. <laughs> no, you did good last night. Thank you. You and I had a comedy show out in the hut. Um, that was a blast. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't go that far. No, I didn't really enjoy it that uh, much, to be honest. Uh, we ain't as good as it could have, I reckon. Yeah, for the six tickets that we sold and the ten that I gave away for free and only four of the free people turned up. Yeah, comedy. Now, outside of comedy. Good segue. Yeah. What do you do for money? Um, if you couldn't already tell by the title of this YouTube video and the title of the podcast. Uh, I, I was going to say I fuck for money. I make love for money. Oh, that sounds worse. <laughs> that sounds way worse. I provide people with a service yes. that is love. You know. Well, that is going to be some of the questions that I have to ask you later. And I am interested about like the whole emotional connection and things. Okay. But you are a sex worker. Yes. Yeah. And what, I guess that just involves selling sex, right? Um, yeah, well, obviously, I mean, okay, that's a hard question to answer. Like, yes, but also there's the, um, as you said, the emotional connection. Uh, I do think that people think, oh, you must just get guys who come in and just want to like talk the whole time. I think there's always a sexual element, but sometimes that's a very small like percentage of the booking and the rest of it is like, but it's always there. So it's usually you think like guys were kind of lonely or there's something lacking in like the affection department and it's not just like, oh, I want to fuck. Not always. Everyone's different. Right. More often than not, you're against like a 50-50 split. Well, like there are some guys who are like relatively like young and attractive, but they, um, like they'd rather just pay for sex than like try to pick up in town because gotcha. they're busy or they're like that's you know it's a safe bet. Yeah, you know, right. a brothel. That <laughs> someone will. It's guaranteed. Guaranteed. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's 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 something. I mean, well, I don't even know if it's always lacking. It's just like a physical thing. Physical. Yeah, we're, we're a bit more no it's not you it's me no it's uh i think we were getting like a bit of a hiss in the background go ahead okay. maybe not oh there we go 
Okay, carry on. Sorry. Um, uh, well, I think maybe more for men than women. Uh, well, maybe not, but it's uh, just like a physical need. Yeah. yeah it's like, gotta, gotta get from somewhere. Yeah. Gotta get from somewhere, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think, um, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 yeah, I don't really know. Because, <laughs> like, I know for me, like, affection is, like, a huge thing. But I don't, like, yeah. I definitely don't need it to the same degree, if that makes sense. But I guess everyone's kind of, like, varied when it comes to that. I guess it's a spectrum. Yeah, absolutely. Of people who just can just do no strings attached sex, and that's super satisfying, and people who need to, like, be in a committed yeah, relationship definitely. before they even think about it. Well, there needs to be a bit more authenticity, maybe, or, or something. Yeah. Now, what, um, I guess, what what motivated you to get into into sex work? Because it's a pretty unconventional career path <laughs> and yep. and um you seem like a pretty level-headed person and i guess maybe me the misconception that i have about sex work and the industry is that it attracts probably gonna sound mean but like people who are uh, broken yes. or there's something that's happened yeah. to them in the mm-hmm. past and they kind of fall into that position yeah, well, um, I'm also broken. No, mm, okay, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I Just got into comedy. it um, because, I don't know, like a lot of girls like know a friend who's already working and they kind of enter it that way or things like that. Um, it's like super common. I feel like a third of the women in Wellington have like Who didn't done do it. it, really? At least for, even for like a couple of months or like. You know, there's, there's a spectrum, like had a sugar daddy, whatever. Sure. Because it fits around your lifestyle. That's the that's probably my favorite part about it. Choosing my own hours. It fits around comedy or if you are studying or like have a kid. It fits around that. Uh, I got into it. Um, you don't do any of this, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. It good. Um, I got into it. Uh, it was something that I'd been thinking about for a while. And then I, when I'm, I was living in Auckland, I moved back to Wellington. And you're and how I'm old at this point? Like 20. Okay. And I was on the dole for a while. And then um, I got a job at a call center. And I was there for a week. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've heard they're this. fucking awful call centers. Yeah. The turnover It's not for rate. me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And <laughs> I was just bad at it. And it was, yeah. Like... Um, and then my boyfriend at the time like dumped me. So I was like, I I was looking online for like a normal, a normal quote unquote normal job, but Mm -hmm. I did add for this place popped up and I was like, okay, well I'll go to an interview and like see what happens. Um, long story short, I, you know, here I am today. Nailed the interview. No, I ended up working somewhere else, but, um. Okay. So you go in and, uh. They just like, you know, meet you for coffee. They just want to like get a sense of like who like you a are. formal job interview, who you are, if you um, are, I guess, attractive enough <laughs> or j- just to make sure you're not like on meth. Sure. Like that. Um, what does the interview look like? Is it kind of like, are you, are you willing to do th- do this? Mm, well, I'm, I can't even remember. It was ages ago, but yeah, they kind of just obviously have a chat. you know what you're into but they, like they'll explain sort of what it's like if you've never worked before and uh-huh. um yeah and so you you go you go was the first time kind of scary absolutely yeah i was like i don't know how i'm gonna feel 
after this, am I going to feel like I was raped for money, da-da-da. Right. Um, and usually um, places will get, like, nice regular guys that they know won't try to do any weird shit mm-hmm. for the new girls. But I just saw this guy and it was it was fine. Yeah? Yeah. How, um, I guess, h- how has working in the sex industry kind of shaped your opinion of men? Because we we talked about this outside of the podcast where I was like, are you kind of jaded? Yeah. Um, honestly, I think I would be jaded anyway. <laughs> like a lot of women who aren't in the sex industry are still... Are pretty jaded. On yeah. I, I, th- I mean, you see all kinds of people. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know if it made me more jaded. Well, maybe it made me more, but I would have always maybe been a bit jaded right. about men just from, you know, outside of work experiences. And what is, what, so like, what does what, what your work-life balance actually look like? So you, do you work like three times a week? Yeah. And that's enough? Super small. I, I mean, like I could make more money if I wanted to, but I'm too lazy. Right. And so it's nice to just be able to work a few hours and like cover all my expenses. And then if I want extra money, just go in. So everything's in cash. And so... Uh, it's not like you get, you know, you get paid once a week or once a fortnight. It's like it's like cash in hand. So it makes me pretty bad <laughs> at like budgeting and stuff because it's like, oh, I need money. Fuck, I'll just go to work and get it. Like, sure, sure. And is it is it like so? Is it literally like you work a few hours a week? Yeah, I don't know how girls work for like ten hours or like. Some of them do that. Um. Yeah, and a it's day? a choice. I know some places kind of make you do mandatory shifts. Like length is sure. not where I work, um, but yeah, like some of them do ten hours a day. Although a lot of that would be sitting around. But if you're busy, like I, yeah, I would just be real snappish, sure, snappy by the end of it. So I only see like a few. And so a day, if if you like wanted three or four. if you wanted to, see so three or four a day, and that's in the span of ten minutes. That'd be me. <laughs> 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 well yeah no i think um if somebody wanted to work 40 hours a week as a sex worker mm. how much money could they could they just be racking it in oh uh, raking it in raking it in racking it up i was thinking like stacking oh, racking it up or raking it in yeah yeah gavin learns Kinda. street slang <laughs> um uh, you, yeah, you'd make heaps. You'd be, you'd be, yeah. You'd be loaded. I reckon as long as people want to come and see you. Sure. Like the whole time. I imagine it'd be so physically draining though. <coughs> yeah, I couldn't. It's, um, it's more emotionally draining, I think. Yeah, you think so? I mean, sometimes you have days where you're like a bit, um, uh, raw. <laughs> yeah, of course. By the end of it. But it's it's more emotionally draining because every new person that comes in, it's like a reset. Like, what do they want me to be like? Right, right. Super, like, I don't know, porn star and like, ah, or more like subdued and like sure. quiet. And it's intimate, probably like the ultimate like marketing thing, right? Like where it's like you feel like you sell a piece of your, like, you know, I don't know if you, have you ever done hospital? This is the only yeah. thing I can really draw an equivalence to is like when you, you know, you're doing hospital and you're like, hey, you have to be fake happy. When you're fake happy, it's uh, the most yeah, emotional, thing. emotional labor. Yeah, absolutely, emotional. Yeah, yeah emotionally yeah. draining. Whatever the hell, I'm sure it's like just <laughs> like that. But oh, even 100%. it's like 
just the and t- more depths of your soul. Maybe. S- I mean, some I people know. are like uh, nicer than others. Some yeah. It's like you can kind of be a bit more yourself and like build up a relationship and a rapport with them. Sure. And then that's a repeat business. Yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, you've had a big night last night, didn't you? I'm sick. <laughs> I'm having a cough. <laughs> um, so can you describe like the place, not the, the actual place, obviously, but like, because you, you're not on the street. Right? No, no. I w- right. So there are like two models for um, brothels. One is like a parlor where guys just walk in off the street you know, in the middle of the night, I guess, often, like, drunk, didn't get laid in town. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, like, generalizing here. And then they can meet all the girls who are available and be like... And that's what you, you call a parlor? Yes. Okay. Like, and there's a bar, but you can't just hang around drinking. You have to, like, you know... Yeah, it's like, I heard they make a great martini chicken, here. Yeah. <laughs> Pick a girl and... <coughs> Go off with her. I'll have her shaken, not stirred. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, <Hi-oh. laughs> uh, Anyway. Um, <laughs> a, a virgin martini. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And then I work at a, I don't know, I guess an agency. Maybe it's the same thing. I don't know what you call it. But um, where you have to make an appointment and then you only see the girl that you've booked and like go in the room. It's more like discreet. Mm-hmm. Not like a big flashing sign, saying right, like right, right. Brothel, like yeah, yeah, yeah. bang shack. And I, w- yeah, the bang shack. How did you, how do you know the name? <laughs> um, <laughs> and I work like we're open from like morning till like midnight. Like so, I work during the day. It's not like and you were telling 4 me four p.m. till four a.m. Like the b- it's like my drinking time. <laughs> <laughs> do you think <laughs> do you think um yeah are you, are you more because what blew my mind is you were like yeah we get a lot of guys who come in on their lunch oh, yeah. break for work honestly suit and tie yeah i just couldn't imagine imagine like you're at work and like jeff from accounting's like oh i'm gonna go get some well he wouldn't seafood. get from a <laughs> <laughs> special on the seafood taco <laughs> <laughs> Most expensive seafood ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's insane. That's so. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, what, what is the exit strategy? Because I, this is what I think about. Like, because I feel like when you it comes, like my parents. Well, no, <laughs> I, I just I'm genuinely curious, right? Because like, um, and I know fucking coming from a comic who doesn't make jack shit uh it's not really viable advice or anything but it feels like in the industry of uh where where your body is the product there's a a finite time right no i don't think so okay like there are women you know doing it in their 40s and Mm -hmm. i mean maybe they'll get less work sometimes but there's you know some guys like the whole milf sure thing um so i don't think it's that specifically i don't think it's or is there an exit right do you see yourself doing this long term no i mean i definitely f- i feel like i'm getting too too old for this shit okay. at 26 um but there's no reason that i would have to stop except for my own choice like totally yeah and there's like granny porn out there and shit. There's a market for 
Yeah, that is. Yeah. IT year old woman. Uh, it's such a niche, but I guess the more niche you get, like the more you can charge. You can charge. charge, yeah. Less clients, but more. Yeah. You're the only one who's. I don't know. Who's doing my point that. is, yeah, it's it's not about that. It's just about getting like emotionally burnt out, or mm-hmm. you know, I think a lot of people meet someone and then they like fall in love, and it's like I don't want to have sex with anyone else but you, and you know, you don't want me to do this, like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how how do you like differentiate between having sex with a client and somebody you care about? Because you were telling me they're just two very different things. Yeah, I, to me, they're different. It's it's, it's like. It's frustrating because it's like it's hard to explain, but it's just like in my head. It's like if you saw, I don't know. I'm someone who really needs like an emotional connection to have a good time. Okay. Um. Like, well, not have a good time, but like, to it's, get it's a lot more it. meaningful. Um, and usually more enjoyable when like you're into someone. So. Yeah. Is the sex enjoyable when through, um, through work? Sometimes, yeah. Do you ever feel I like... I always, like, <laughs> yeah, think about, like, someone that I'm into at the time. Like, yeah, right. That can get me in the mood. Yeah, like Zac Efron. Sure. <laughs> 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 That's just mine. Yeah, uh, fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, I, 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 I think um, I can. I guess I can. I can. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, is it? Um, does it really? It really does. Just feel like it's just. It's just. It's just business when it's like a, a client's coming in. I. I mean, I don't like form, like romantic attachments. Do you ever? Is clients. there like a care? Like, is there like a? Of course, know? I think I'd be like a terrible like nurse or a teacher or like a. A retirement worker. I don't have a great uh, nurturing bedside manner in that way, but I do think I'm good at my job at, at being able to make these guys feel comfortable. If mm-hmm. they're like nervous, I'm like, don't, you know, don't be. Things like that. So there is like a. It, do, would you say it's more like a maternal kind, and then not not like <laughs> I I like I think I I know, but like like a maternal, like you are caring for the individual rather than it being like a. Uh, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, if that I makes kind sense. of get what you mean. Um, I definitely wouldn't say maternal. No, not maternal. And it, I mean, it varies from client to client. Step Some of them sister, suck. And like, like yeah, right, yeah. You know? Nurturing stepsister. I mean, I mean, it varies from like person to person, but it's always quite like an an an, an, an endearment, maybe. Like, especially when someone comes in and they're like visibly nervous. I'm like, sure. I'm nervous. I'm like. Oh. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for you. Like, what do you want to do? Yeah, right. Yeah. What, um, like, so you've never, never fallen in love with, like, a client? No, I know. I mean, I've known girls who have. Right. Um, so they ever so have, that, like, that relations? You, have, you can avoid the awkward first date question if they have met you that way. Yeah. Like, what do you do for work? Um, <laughs> co- comedy? Is that believable? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that? kind of shit where it's like full-time sex workers more believable than just yeah. like in terms of being able to survive i mean <laughs> i know? think there's a huge increase of sex work for that reason do you think just the living and like why would i want to work like i the general i sure want to work like 12 hours a day at a cafe and get like and treated like shit when i could just work like four hours a day and make 
Bang. Or double the money. Yeah. Or whatever. I don't know the maths on that. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, really falling in love with clients. No. Sometimes you get like cute ones and you'll, which not very often. Like I, most of the clients are like older than me and I'm usually just attracted to people my own, like a similar age. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas some girls like really love like older men. Um, yeah. It's like a, it's a spectrum, but uh, sometimes you get like cute ones and then you like, realize pretty quickly why they're in here um <laughs> which is funny uh no i've never like fallen in love never fallen in love i know some people have but yeah it's do you think um is there, is there like within what is the typical demographic of girl that you see entering in to sex work is is it really just any and everybody no at least where i work i guess I mean, there are some. T- there, there are the occasional like older women who enter it or enter it like for a second time or you know, have got back into it. Uh, it skews very young, though. I would say, yeah, like average age, like twenty. Um, some people like straight out of high school, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, yeah, like I started when I was twenty, nearly twenty-one, which. Yeah, and I'm 26 now, which is like practically ancient for circuit terms. But you know, there are a couple of us veterans, mid 20s. But yeah, do you think it's healthy to be getting involved? I mean, have you seen any like any negative side effects for you being involved in? I mean, it's it's hard to know how things affect you at the time until like much later. Mm -hmm. Um, My opinion of sex work has probably changed since I started like five years ago and how I yeah, how I view things because it's like it's a just in general a big um, change in your life to go from like you know early 20s to mid 20s or you know 18 to 23 or sure whatever um, no the only negative side effects have have been like having to deal with family, like, reacting to it and stuff. Um, yeah. What's that conversation like now? There isn't a conversation. Like, just, it's not mentioned? No, or no, you it's, don't no we don't talk about it, no. Okay, it's, you know, right. kind of the elephant in the room, I guess. Like, sure. my parents are not really happy about it, but I guess they have to accept it. Are they not happy from a safety perspective, or is it, like, a moral kind of standpoint? Probably both. Right. I mean, like that. Yeah, different ge- different generation where that's super like taboo and frowned sure. upon, and it's like, why would you do that if you're like, quote unquote, like you know, nice middle class girl, like you know. But it's like, I'm happy and healthy. Shouldn't that be enough for you guys? Mm, mm-hmm. Whereas like my siblings are like Gen Z and they're super like, it's super normalized. Totally. I mean, I think you maybe too normalized in some ways, but that's you know open about it. Doesn't it doesn't bother them at all or anything like that. I don't think it. I don't think I, super I would, accepted. Yeah, I don't think it's like there's it, it. It's too normalized. I don't know if you really can get to a point where it's too normalized. I think. I think it is. You think so? I would argue it is. Do you when you say too normalized? Well, not too norm- do you mean glorified? Because yeah, that's right. Where too normalized. Yes, that's, that's where I think a better there's an word. issue. Yeah, where it's like rose tinted, uh, you know, glasses. And it's not for everyone, and it's not like there's all these stories <coughs> like, oh, you know, I just made ten thousand dollars from this guy, and totally. all he wanted to do was like. Suck my toes for twenty minutes. It's like that's not a thing. Sure. It's like people trying to get like a sugar daddy and not 
realize like no he's gonna want to fuck you yeah like, right and there's also being super naive about things and you, you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think yeah i think uh the normalization brings about a conversation that we can have about it where it's more honest you know yeah and i think that's like you have been like very open about it and i think it allows for conversations about it to take place but i think yeah you also have to take the good with the bad like you are able to work x amount of hours a week which is freaking awesome for mm. your lifestyle but also recognizing that um there are risks you know yeah absolutely do you feel like do you feel safe working as a sex worker yes you do i do okay. at a brothel and i know some girls prefer to work independently because it's like you get to keep all your own money is it significantly more working independently or um i i don't know i wouldn't i'm not sure i've okay. never done it but they like want to do it for that reason. But I would feel safer working at a brothel where they have like a, I guess, a database of all the guys, and so a lot of them have notes. Mm-hmm. This guy's like kind of rough. Do you want to see him? This guy has been blacklisted by a f- couple of girls, things like that. If you get blacklisted by like a lot of girls, then obviously you just get banned because mm-hmm. there's obviously an issue there. But some people have different preferences of what they can handle, like emotionally or physically. Um, so yeah, we all have our own people that we can be like, nah, I don't want to see him. Sure. Things like that, which, you know, if you're a barista or something, you don't have that option. You're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, but it's different, different interaction, of course. Person comes out, of course, but, um. Although I did blow a guy when I was a barista. I'm <laughs> 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 joking. Yeah, um, I, uh, <laughs> what kind of like support networks do you have around, around like the industry itself? Like, for example, if you work in government, there's free counseling, free therapy. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh huh. Damn. Um, I just do comedy. <laughs> That's my therapy. Is it? Yeah. Uh, well, there's the, um, New Zealand prostitute, New Zealand prostitute collective. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they provide like free checkups and I'm sure emotional support if it's needed or I'm sure that help people who want to yeah tr- transition out of the industry or, or get into it. Mm, um, mm-hmm. t- tell you your rights and things like that. Provide free condoms if you need them. Mm-hmm. So I suppose that is the biggest support network system. Aside from just talking to the, you know, talking to other girls. Um, yeah. Venting. Yeah. Talking smack about yeah. clients. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> do you think Good um times. do you like do you see I mean I guess with the adventure of stuff like OnlyFans and stuff like that, have you ever considered like that as an avenue for, for work? Well, before I started escorting I was considering like going into cam stuff. Mm. Uh uh, I don't know how lucrative things like OnlyFans are. I feel like it's like being like a YouTube celebrity. Like you see all the people at the top making bad. Right, but then... Everyone else isn't. And also they had to work for like years earning their own money to get sure. there. I mean, I don't know if it's like that, but that would be my perception. Like on OnlyFans, it's so funny. Like I'm a big Twitter user and I always see all these girls and every person seems to be like, yeah, top 0.01% of OnlyFans. It's like, well, you can't all be the top zero. They all say <laughs> One that. One person's lying. Yeah, I mean, and there are all these like, 
I, I don't know. OnlyFans feels like a bit of like a pyramid scheme. Like all these viral tweets of girls being like, I'm 21 and I just like got my first place by myself or I just bought this house and they all look the same. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, Are they trying to sell you like programs and stuff like that? They're trying to sell you on like joining OnlyFans. Ah, uh, like a referral fee and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm so I'm slightly suspicious about things like OnlyFans and I do, I mean like that has gone a huge way for like glorifying and normalizing sex work. It seems mm. like everyone has an OnlyFans now, but not everyone can, if it gets to be an oversaturated market, not everyone can like make I don't know if I want money off it. Yeah, know. of course. I mean, there's only a, a finite amount of people. Mm, um, who will pay for like you know yeah and i, th- I do you know what i just want to do like, like bikini pics and stuff like, i feel oh, like you I need to have all this money from po- posting photos in my bikini yeah it's like, like you ain't really posting photos in your bikini. yeah come on <laughs> come on yeah and plus i feel like that would be even more of an emotional investment in somebody whereas you can just like have a session switch off whereas i think with only fans it's really about curating your audience and really like being like being hey, on your phone all the time and yes. i think i think yeah a lot of girls get um pressured and blackmailed which happens i'm sure a bit in escorting as well but yeah when they're like well i've got all this like all these naked photos of you all of this stuff that i could like leak or expose it's a really good point yeah so that's that, a really there's good point. that there's not a physical ne- risk necessarily with like camming but there is that risk of getting leaked. of getting blackmailed yeah um well that's an interesting thing like what i've been talking to like within comedy we get quite a range of people you know, within a range of professions and mm-hmm. I've got other friends outside of this as well. And like just the weirdest thing that I've learned is just like the spectrum of behavior that you guys deal with that we just don't really see in everyday life. Just like the weird shit that guys will get up to. It just, and just stuff that's like, I know I have a friend who used to work door at a strip club and just the things that she would tell me from guys. And I'm like, who the fuck are these guys? <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you're like, oh, this is a normal fucking I know, person. walking around, you don't even know what people get up to. Yeah. Yeah, it's the most surreal fucking thing. Mm-hmm. So bizarre. I just, yeah, fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes it's a negative and other times it's like, well... Everyone has their weird thing. I try not to be judgmental. Sure. Of course. Um, What's the weirdest thing? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to talk about that? Um, I, d- I don't know. There's, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Um, I don't get a lot of like, but some people are really into, you know. Um, Anyone ever dressed up as like a furry? No, I've never seen that. The worst, I Imagine think... Imagine if a guy just walks into a parlor just dressed as a furry. Yeah. Hi, I want that one. <laughs> it's got a fox furry outfit on. <laughs> uh, no, I ain't never seen that. Um, the worst is probably when it's like they want you to dress up or be like a young young like a younger yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. like a young like a young teenager or whatever or young do you ever go like younger than that what do you mean like are they like i want you to i'm sure yeah some guys would and it's like definitely like a moral issue where you're like well at least you're 
paying for it with like a right. legal adult, but do you really want to be encouraging this behavior or would you feel like... Yeah, is it encouraging? I don't know. I don't know if I've ever had that sort of experience, but I know, know girls who are like, oh, it was too weird. He wanted me to do this or pretend to be his fucking daughter or like... Yeah. Fuck, man. That's weird things like that, um, which is like pretty... Well, that those things go under the umbrella of having more open and transparent conversations about uh, sexuality and sex in general. Because yeah. I think there's a real... The issue with pedophilia and stuff like that is at the end of the day, it is a sexual preference in someone's head, right? And it is not... You don't think it's... A, you think it's conditioned? Well, I guess if you look at the way that... Nonetheless, this individual is having those thoughts and those desires, right? Mm-hmm. So you can't not ignore that. Um, there definitely needs to be some kind of program or facility or, or not facility, yes, program or something that these people can go to to uh, talk about those desires and have those have them addressed rather than bottling them up and, and shoving them in the corner and then just punishing. Yeah, I mean, there is a huge conversation about whether it is a medical condition, like, mm. and then you get down sort of like, possibly problematic, where you go, well, it's just like being gay, like, your what brain is just wired differently, and it's uh, obviously, for obvious reasons, people don't want to be compared <laughs> Totally, because they like other men or whatever. Uh, well, let's let's not even use the gay analogy. Let's just use the analogy of like I like people with blonde hair, right? Like I have a preference towards that. Now, the issue with that preference is when you start acting on it, then it becomes a real problem. Where if when it comes not with blondes, but with, <laughs> <laughs> but with like with kids, you know what I mean? Yeah. With, with that, there needs to be. A, a, well, th- yeah. I mean, yeah. There's a lot of. Yeah, maybe they need help and condition. I don't know. Well, I don't think the solution is to be like, you know, shame, shame, shame. Uh, No, that just makes it even hotter. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like the the issue shouldn't just be like. Right. But then there's things like if you have like a child, like sex doll, say. Right. Is that that just an outlet? outlet? Yeah. Yeah, Or is it encouraging it? And I don't know. I, I mean, I think it's probably not great (laughs) my thinking would be it encourages it because i know when it comes down to addiction like addicts with porn addiction from what i've read addicts uh crave nuance and you know initially you know just a something vanilla gets you off and then you have to get exactly exactly a doll is fine for now and then later on you're like no i need a real yeah yeah, oh, and then you start like, well, fucking bring on AI, you know, <laughs> or VR, you know, mm. and then it just it just gradually gets to like a weird spiral. And I don't know if, um, yeah, like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah, it's like if someone is yeah having sex with an adult woman who's pretending to be like right, a child, is that okay? Is that, yeah, like an outlet or is that encouraging them to... Totally, but I do think Move there should on. be a place for people. It's that conversation. Well, no, it's, it's Gavin learned. Uh, <laughs> About pedophilia. 
Well, like I definitely think there needs to be a, a, a spot where like if somebody is having those, you know, those desires, and, like I don't want to be having these. Where do I go? Who do I talk to? There needs to be a place where they can then go talk to them. And I guess that's why yes. I guess yes. it's a like counselor counsel- yeah. or ther- therapists. But like you have to also appreciate the fact that like those are expensive. Do you know what I mean? And if we're talking about mitigating harm to the rest of society. And I imagine it's quite difficult to find a counselor that specializes in that. And a non-judgmental. Well, every therapist well, should know. be non-judgmental. That's their job, right? Yeah, but some are you know, better than others. Yeah, totally. I agree. Um, yeah, I would just. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, I think. Um, but I think there definitely needs to be some kind of. If we're talking about mitigating harm to the rest of society, the trick isn't to just be like. Well, you even see it with like you know drugs. Let's just criminalize it, mm. punish it, and. We'll put stricter punishments on it, and that'll prevent people from doing it. It's like, no, no, there's a core issue that you kind of need to look at that then it, it all flows up. Yeah. You know? Um, well, yeah, a lot of, like, child molesters are not born pedophiles, but they, you know, were molested themselves. It's a weird thing, right, where it kind of gets in... The yeah, cycle of abuse. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there are people who are just wired like that, and it's like... Yeah. All of it is a big no-no. Yes, hard stance on Gavin Learns against pedophilia yeah. to make that clear. <laughs> I want to make this abundantly clear. <laughs> um, what's the funniest thing you've ever had happen while working? Oh. Uh. Oh, my God. I feel like I'm on the spot. I can't think of anything. <gasps> I'm sorry. That's okay. I'll make something up. I'm a comedian. Nah. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know. Has any client ever offered to marry you? No. Sadly not. Fuck, that's rough. Yeah, I know. That's sadder than the pedophilias. I know. Have you ever offered to marry a client? <laughs> No. <laughs> do you do you see um do you see people transitioning from like stripping into sex work or do you are they very yes. isolated? Yeah. I or well, vice versa and a lot of girls do both right. as well. I think the stripping mentality is very different um because it's like no touching. Sure. And there's a lot of, do you think there's a lot more booze involved in the strip context? Uh it depends what time like at a parlor I mean if you work late I imagine mm. there's booze, but where I work, there's not a whole amount of like alcohol and drugs, and I don't like um, working if I'm drinking because sure. I want to be in control of the situation. Right. Like that. Scariest thing that's ever happened. Uh, okay. Um, one. Okay. Hmm. Do you want to tell a story? When I was. This was scary in like a different way. I was seeing a client who was overseas, an older gentleman. So you flew overseas? Yes. Whoa, he paid for the ticket? Yes. Wow. I don't want to like sort of expose him. I don't really want to like get into it. Um, but yeah, like I've, yeah, I've been overseas with this. Um, and he was a, a Kiwi guy who lived overseas so we were like a little care package right home. <laughs> so he'd, f- he'd fly like a couple girls over um anyway so i was with him and uh, we had like just had sex and then he started acting real weird and i thought he had like a stroke or something because he kept 
like repeating himself and it was like a, like, on a, like on a 30 second loop kind of thing where where, where was this can you say no okay i'm not gonna say where okay. um the country can you say the country no okay um it wasn't um what, yeah no we're super nice <laughs> i'll okay. say that okay Australia. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so then I was like, oh my gosh, like, oh, I have to like, you know, call someone. Sure. Call an ambulance. And we went, you know, they finally showed up and we went to the hospital and they couldn't find anything wrong with him. And I was like, oh my gosh, no, like, if he doesn't improve, we're going to have to like call the New Zealand embassy and like his family and stuff. I was like, um... You not, <laughs> <laughs> and like they were they were questioning our relationship, like looking at me, like how do you know him? Are you related? I was like, and I'm a f- I'm a friend, and it was it a have country been a legal issue if you were more than if if you were doing if they knew their do- nature. Yes. yes, yes, okay, definitely not that kind of place. Um, but luckily he was fine the next day. It was um, you know, they found a tomb. There's a term for it, and it's it's not super common, but it's just like a little. Is it thing? in Asia? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm Is sorry. it a what? Is it in Mandarin? <laughs> That's right. I'm joking. I'm just trying to figure out the country. Oh right, yeah. I see. Um, I'm joking. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to carry on. Keep but on. yeah, so that was definitely <laughs> scary. Like having someone have like a medical emergency when yeah. you're a foreign country, and you know, like. What happened? Was he just repeating? Do you, what was he? Do you know what he's saying? Um, and he was pointing stuff out that, like, he had thought had happened months ago, but it had, had happened that day, or like, vice versa. Kind of taking drugs or something. It sounds like a. It, it, so they thought at the hospital they're like, "Has he taken drugs?" Right. And I was like, "No," and I think the physical um, exertion of sex kind of <laughs> triggered it. Right. Um. Uh, yeah, but you know, it's just one of those things. And then it was all good. It was fine the next day. Yeah, okay. he uh, recovered. <laughs> but at the time, I was like, "Oh my god, like what's happening?" Mm-hmm. You're away from home. Yeah, in this like weird place, place. with the sky. So that was. Oh, sorry. I no, you're good. Did, did it disconnect? Are we good? Um, yeah, we're I good. Think I did something. I no, can't hear myself anymore. <laughs> oh really? Go ahead and speak. Hello. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I'm coming back in. Sorry. That's okay. Um, yeah, so that was definitely scary. Yeah, that's... Yeah. That is Not in like a... I feared for my own safety. Sure. But like... Yeah. Odd situation. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucy, I think that's that's us. Okay. Cool. Um, anything you want to... Oh, jeez, now I've just unplugged my head. Anything you want to plug, uh, promote... Uh, I don't know when this is going to go out. Come watch me do comedy. Three weeks Can't pay me for sex. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Come back. I make more money on the sex. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Instagram. Can people, do you want followers? Follow on me on Twitter at Lucy Fruits. Spelled like with a Z, Z, right? Lucy Fruits. On Twitter, it's with an S. Instagram, it's with a Z because some other fucking bitch has that name. <laughs> Doesn't even use the account, probably. Uh, yeah. Follow me on Instagram, Lucy Fruits. Yeah. Cool. Thanks uh, and peace. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. That was fun. 
Uh, once again, if you watched on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe and smash that like button. Yeah, I've sold out. I'm unironically saying it now. Um, yeah, and follow Lucy on Instagram, Lucy Fruits, L-U-C-Y-F-R-U-T-Z. Uh, once again, the podcast is available pretty much anywhere podcasts are hosted, so you don't just have to watch it. Um, and I also will be creating smaller clips of the podcast in the future, too. Uh, but yeah, guys, thank you for tuning in, and um, see you around. Bye.